What is up, my people? Welcome back to another episode of Probably Problematic. I'm your host, Kate, and I am fucking exhausted at the moment. <laughs> All good exhaustion, though. I promise you it is in the most healthiest, happiest exhaustion you can think of. <laughs> I'm just very, very, very busy at the moment. I have my team auditions going on at the moment that are completely capped out. I'm thinking of ways to squeeze squeeze <laughs> i'm thinking of ways to squeeze people in because everybody wants to audition and i'm trying to give everybody a fair chance however i am definitely overwhelming myself i am definitely exhausted but you know what i rather this than nothing you know this is what i was complaining i didn't have before and now that i have it i cannot complain that i don't have it <laughs> um what's a weekly update I went to the Tri-State Dance Festival. This is our second gig of the year. And it was an amazing experience for my girls and I. We had a great time. Workshops were packed. Um, I got to see a lot of old faces, a lot of old friends. And yeah, it was a really good experience. I had a great time. The performance should be up pretty soon, if I'm not mistaken. Overall, it was a great, great weekend. Left me freaking exhausted. Also helped with the promotion for auditions. So thank you, try stay for that <laughs> it was a good time however <laughs> you know me i can i can honestly never have something just fucking go good for me no i i always have to have something slip up piss me off get on my nerves i don't know it has been brought to my attention that last week's episode was a little boring for some people and you guys have to understand this and I need you to understand this completely. I can be, and I used to be, which is going to be today's topic, but I used to be very, very, very toxic and very, very, very problematic. Like, I'm telling you, like, drama every week. Like, I had no filter. I had no control over my mouth. If you even breathe in a way that I didn't like, I would fly across the table and want to punch you in the face like that's how bad I was and it wasn't until something very traumatic happened to me that made me want to change my life around for the better and really focus on bettering myself and not giving a flying fuck about anybody because I was going down the path where being toxic was the only thing that I knew and I was burning a lot of bridges and really breaking a lot of important friendships and I was ruining the relationship that I'm currently in now. I was basically at the point where there was no repair for us because of all of my actions. And yeah, I decided one day that I just didn't want to be that person anymore. So when I talk to you guys out of anger and frustration, I am a Gemini. So <laughs> everything I do is a fucking musical theater production. That's just my personality. Everything is a big deal. I am over the top dramatic. I will act out an entire story. I will be all 20 characters in my story time just so you can really grasp my emotion of the situation. So when I talk out of anger and frustration, yes, it is entertaining to a lot of you guys. But when I speak from a place of healing, I've noticed that it's starting to annoy some of you guys because it's like, oh, you're not as funny. Yeah, because nothing is 
traumatically affecting me to the point that I have to use comedy to cover it. Comedy has always been a coping mechanism for me. Like the world can literally fucking burn to shit and I will find something to laugh about because I'm trying to avoid the fact that I'm shitting bricks because the world around me is literally fucking falling apart. So last week's episode, we did like a whole brain dump where I'm just, you know, in a more positive mindset and I'm moving forward and I'm healing on my own and really focusing on bettering myself and moving on from past trauma that continues to kind of like sneak up on me and like fuck with me every now and then. And it's like now it's no longer entertaining. But then I also find it funny because it's like when I come out with episodes like My Side and My Side 2 or people doing me dirty in the scene, you guys talk behind my back and it's like, oh, she's so problematic. Like she's always got something to say. Make up your fucking mind. Make up your fucking mind. Are you going to take me when I'm toxic and I'm problematic? Or are you going to fucking shut the fuck up and listen to me and care about me the same way when I'm healing? Like there's no win-win with you guys. There's literally no fucking chance that I can ever win. If I'm healing, oh my God, she's so boring. She thinks she's better than everyone now. And like, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't tell the same jokes and you know, her sarcasm isn't the same. Like, what the fuck do you want from me? I'm a human being. I'm growing and I'm I'm dealing with the emotions and I can guarantee you a mental breakdown will come up in probably five episodes from now. Give me a fucking chance to fuck up. Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, it just got very overwhelming. So I decided for the next three or probably two because I really don't want to go down memory lane. But I do think for the next two episodes, I'm going to give you story times of my past One of them will be my traumatic experience that I spoke about earlier that really gave me the turnaround. Um, That's not going to be in today's episode, however. (laughs) Today's episode, I'm going to be addressing a rumor that isn't really a rumor. It is true. This this situation did happen. However, I'm going to tell you my version of it, my side of it, and as much as I can remember because this was a long time ago. But I am going to tell you two story times in one. So you got yourself a two for one. It's going to be a great, great episode. So if you got some popcorn, go and grab that bitch because it's going to be a story time. (laughs) All right. So let's get started. So you guys know that I um, have been dating my current boyfriend for a very, very, very long time. Um, When I say long time, I mean on and off 13 years. Yes, very, 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 very long time. So we started dating officially, officially when I was like around 13, 14 years old. And that was my high school sweetheart. We went all through high school on and off, you know, kid relationship drama, blah, blah, blah. There was this trip that came up and it was presented to us. My boyfriend and I used to be dance partners when we were younger. I've explained this many, many, many times. I'm not going to get into details. But yes, we were dance partners and we got offered by this company to take us to Rome. And for us, this was a big deal because it was our first professional like trip. Like they were going to pay for us to go over there. They were going to pay us and we had a spot on like their performance team. We didn't have to perform with them. We were just kind of coming along as add-ons and it was really nice. We didn't know what the fuck to say. At first, we thought it was fake because it was like, why would you want us to? But apparently, this director had money to fucking blow out of his ass. So we took it and we went for it. However, my mom couldn't come. 
on this trip with us and I wasn't used to that. So my mom trusted in the fact that my boyfriend and I were going to take care of each other, like, you know, have each other's back no matter what happens. We, you know, we stand up for each other. (laughs) So we go on this trip and we, if I'm not mistaken, we had freshly broken up from what was probably the 20th time. But this time, according to us, it was going to be very serious. So we already had been broken up for like a week or so. We go on this trip and I've noticed that there's this one girl that kind of wants to hang around my boyfriend. And I'm like, wait, this is a little weird. And I kind of already like ladies, you know, when you get that gut feeling and then your man or your ex-man or whatever it is that they are, your situationship hits you with the, oh, they're just a friend. And you know, like, they're not just a friend. Like, if she's your friend, shoot her in the face right now. Prove it to me, you know? So I was like, I don't know. I feel like they're not just friends. And they've been fucking around behind my back. So that's just me and my Gemini self overthinking. So I bring it up to their attention. I bring it up to his attention first. And he's like, you crazy? No. She's mad annoying. She has like, you know, very fan behavior type of stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Whatever, I guess. So then I bring it up to her attention. And I'm like, listen, if you are talking to him behind my back, you know, we kind of have this on and off relationship right now. We're fighting and we're not together. So... I'm just letting you know, like, more than likely, we're going to get back together. Don't get involved. Don't start any of this drama. Don't go back and forth. And she's like, no, you have nothing to worry about with me. You have something to worry about. And then she names this other girl. Now, this other girl is known for being loose. And, I mean, your coochie, your body, your rules, do what you want with your cooter bug. That's, that's, listen fucking do what you want I don't care so I wasn't judging and I was like okay well then when I see her I'm gonna let her know um you know you can go swaying your cuda everywhere you want just don't sway it that way because you know we're mad right now but we'll fix it right so I confide in this girl all my relationship problems and right away she becomes very 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 friendly with me And I'm like, oh, wow, I finally got a a friend in the scene because that was very unheard of. I don't make friends. We all know this at the grown age of fucking 27. I still don't make any friends. So imagine back then when I was a teenager who was being nothing but a bratty little bitch. Definitely had no friends. So I confide in this person and I'm like, you know, my relationship is here, here, here. And then she's like very involved (laughs) in my relationship. I laugh because it's like it's so funny. All the red flags were there. And my oblivious, naive self was like, well, it's okay. I like red flags. Red's my favorite color. Or I'm just like, oh, flags? I thought it was a carnival. Fucking six flags. Like, I was just so fucking naive and oblivious. But anyway, back to the story. So I'm confiding in this girl, and she's like very involved in our relationship. Like, oh, yeah, he's doing this and doing this. And she's like watching over him very closely. And me at the time, I'm like, oh, wow that's my homegirl really looking out for me cool so then she expresses to me how she is bisexual and she then starts to flirt and hit on me and is trying to convince me like you know you're you don't really need your boyfriend 
or ex-boyfriend, whatever situation ship you're in, you know, we can like do us and you can do you because you're single. So my toxic ass is like, oh yeah, you're right. I can do whatever I want. Long story short, the bitch was playing both of us like we were fucking fools and she was talking to my man who at the time was my ex. She was talking to my boyfriend and talking to me at the same time. She was messing with my boyfriend and messing with me at the same time. My toxic past, I kid you not, is like a fucking episode of Love and Hip Hop or a fucking Jerry Springer show. It is it is a hot mess. So my boyfriend starts to pick up on it while we're at on like on the trip or whatever and he like brings it to my attention and I'm like, "No, nothing's happening." And it isn't until we get back that he starts peeping, you know, how this girl is moving around me. So we meet up for one of our little, you know, sneaky links or whatever. And <laughs> he tells me after our little, you know, situation ship done took place. And he's like, oh, so are you talking to this girl? And I was like, yeah, I'm talking to this girl. I'm going to be 100 with you. And he's like, oh, yeah, because she's been talking to me and we've been like messing around. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. This bitch doesn't try to play me like a fool. So it's like you're telling me that I shouldn't be with him because of, he's like this horrible man. But yet you're behind my back fucking around with my man. Wait, what? So all of that takes place and they become dance partners. My toxic self starts sending her messages because at first when I wrote to her, she tried to play me like I was stupid. And she's like, hey, babe, what's going on? Like, oh, don't babe me, bitch. Don't do not do that. So I'm like, cut the shit, bitch. Like, I know what you're up to. I know what the fuck you're doing. So I bring it to her attention. She's like, oh, yeah, he told me this, this, and this about you. And I was like, listen, let me tell you something. You just disrespected me on a whole other level. First of all, I trusted you as a friend in the beginning. You befriended me so that you can know about my relationship. You got into my relationship. You started messing around with my man and messing around with me. And basically, you were just going to test your fucking odds and say, hmm, if she gives me the time of day and it doesn't work out with him, I'm going to just kick it with her. And if she doesn't give me the time of day and he gives me the time of day, then fuck it. I'm going to just kick it with him and I got a dance partner and a man psych because you could play with your mother you ain't gonna play with me how many times i gotta tell you this you can fucking try crack cocaine before you try caitlin rodriguez don't do it to yourself so anyway she want to try me so i start like letting her know like yo you done fucked up i'm not like these girls i'm not gonna sit here and pretend to be your friend at one event like when i see you as us new yorkers would say it's on site so I would tell my mom all the time, like, don't book me at an event because my mom was my director at the time. And I'm like, don't book me at an event that I know she's going to be at because I'm a straight punch her in the fucking face. Like, I don't care where we're at, I'm going to punch her in the fucking face. So what no one knew is that Miss Thang used to be like she would write to me and respond to me on Facebook and get real. She was one of those people that they call like twitter fingers like she would get real hype on the internet and like message me all this bullshit 
But when she saw me in person, it was always like, oh, no, Kate's starting with me. Kate wants to fight with me. And it's like everyone thought I was being ghetto, ratchet, and like looking for problems with this girl. And it was like, no, you first of all, she disrespected me. You did all of that that I explained. And now you're also being an internet thug in my DMs. And when you see me in person, you're trying to act like it's all me. And you're trying to act like you're all innocent. Like you're trying to make me seem like I'm fucking crazy. Not okay. So I see her at a couple events. And every time I see her at the events, everybody on my team is holding me back. And they're like, don't do it. Or they're like telling me you better not. Just wait, wait, wait. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait it out. I swear to God, before this year is over, I'm going to have my time. I'm going to have my moment. So I let it go. I let it go and basically put this bitch's beat down on layaway. Fast forward, I get the opportunity to go on this dance cruise ship or whatever. And I was excited because I was going with my pro team that I was on at the time. And this specific pro team was mainly adults, but they were really, really fun adults. So I wasn't going there with the mindset like, oh, I can't wait to get on this boat and toss her off. Like, no, I, I couldn't give two fucks that she was on it. I was excited to go with my team. So I get on the boat and I'm the first one from the team that gets on the boat. And something happened. I think it was like a storm or something where the team ended up missing the like docking deadline so they were saying that the team wasn't going to be able to go on the boat so now I was upset because I had no one and this was before this ship had gotten really 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 popping so it was like I kind of only really had friends within that group they were the only like team that I trusted and wanted to hang out with so I was really upset whatever but they were going to meet us like at the first stop at the boat Here's where shit gets interesting. So we go to Mexico. And at this time, I'm allowed to drink in Mexico because that is the drinking age. And I'm with my mom. And my mom was like, you know what? Do what you got to do. It's legal here. You can't get in trouble. We're not breaking any fucking rules. And you're not an alcoholic. So me and this girl, we have a common friend. And this common friend is the biggest instigator the biggest hypocrite, and the fakest bitch you could ever fucking meet. Literally the fakest bitch you could ever meet. So we get on the boat that Friday, I want to say, and right away, the fake friend is like, oh, she said this and this about you. And I was like, okay, but she won't say it to my face. I really don't care. So then she goes and she tells the other girl, Kate said this and this about you. Here, (laughs) Here is where she made her biggest mistake. The other girl, the one who is now dating my boyfriend, gets upset and is like lit, apparently. She was like drunk or whatever. Oh, when I see Kate, like, I'm going to fuck her up. And those were the the words that were told to me. So I tell my fake friend, I'm like, you know what? Tell her, come say that shit to my face. So she's like, no, I don't want no more drama. I'm tired of being the messenger. Why don't we just sit down and talk it out? I was like, you know what? You're right. Let's sit down and talk it out. So I agreed to sit down and talk it out. But toxic Kate in the back of her mind is like, she even looks at you in a way that makes you aggravated. And you're going to fucking knock this bitch out until next Tuesday. 
So I go into the little meeting situation and my fake friend tells her, listen, I think you you guys should talk it out and I think you guys should squash it. So she sits there and she's like, oh my God, you know, I literally have no beef with you. I don't even know why we're fighting. You're fighting over your boyfriend. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, yo, to be very honest with you, I can give two fucks if we're friends or not. You keep coming to my fake friend and you're talking shit. And my fake friend is telling me everything you're saying. You're telling my fake friend everything you're saying. She agrees that, you know what, we're going to squash it. But before the conversation can end, my boyfriend walks in. And he's like, what are you guys doing? I don't want you guys talking. All of this drama bullshit. Now, he didn't want us talking because he was talking to both of us. He was fucking around with both of us. Like, he was being a guy. But he didn't want to say it. So he's like, oh, I don't want you guys talking. You guys have nothing to talk about. I don't want no drama. All of a sudden, she snaps. And she's like, oh, I already told you. I don't want to be friends with this bitch. And it, she legit just said this bitch. And in my mind, something snapped. Just snapped. And I went underneath the railing of the stairs. I sat on top of her, facing her. Like I straddled this bitch. Like full on fucking spider monkey, this bitch. And I punched her in her face. Just straight on punched her in the face. And when I tell you, Every message that was ever sent to me from this girl was just playing in my head. And when I punched her, I did not stop punching her. Like I just went off and I kept punching her and punching her. And it was in the same spot. And my boyfriend then grabs me off of her, throws me on the fucking floor. And he's like, what are you doing? Are you crazy? And she goes and she grabs her face and she walks out into the deck and makes this whole show. So... (laughs) At this point, everything happened so fast. I'm feeling a little tipsy. So I go to my mom and I'm like, oh my God, my mom is going to beat my fucking ass because she left me alone for two seconds with this fucking fake friend of mine. And this fake friend goes and puts me in a meeting. I know I shouldn't have been in the meeting, but I went in the fucking meeting anyway. And then something triggered me and I just beat this bitch's fucking ass. What am I going to do? So I go to my mom and I'm like, fuck. The cops come. There's like the boat security. Cops come. They reviewed the tapes and they're telling my mom like, you know, she assaulted her from what it looks like. They were just an altercation like they were just talking and I don't know where, you know, your daughter assaulted her. We're going to have to decide because where this took place, will she be arrested in the Mexican jail? Will she be arrested when she gets back to the U.S.? So it was very, very, very stressful. And I was like, fuck man I done fucked up so here I am thinking like I'm looking at my mom and my mom is grilling the fuck out of me and the thing with my mom is my mom has never had to talk to me in public my mom just had to give me that Puerto Rican single mother look the way to I catch you when we get home look and I was shitting my fucking pants so when I looked at her and he said that she said wait till we get to the room and I was like fuck now I want to go and punch the other side of this bitch's face because now when I get to the room maybe you didn't beat my ass but now my mom's gonna beat my ass so we get back to the room and it's quiet for like two minutes and my mom 
takes a pillow and she throws it on the bed and she's like, it's about fucking time. Show me what you did to her. So I get on the top of the fucking pillow. And like I told you guys in the beginning of this episode, I'm a Gemini. So I'm mad dramatic. And I'm like wrestling this fucking pillow. And I'm punching in the fucking face and shit. And I'm all excited. And I'm like, yeah. And I beat her ass like this. And I punched her like this. And being all dramatic and shit. And my mom's like, well, I've seen all the messages. Because again, my mom is like my best friend. So I show my mom all the messages from all of this was happening. And she was like, you know, it's about time. She got what the fuck she wanted cops come all of a sudden they're looking for my fake friend who in reality started all of this because had you not been bringing and taking from me and the other chick none of this would have happened but I'm also kind of glad it did happen because it just after I I punched this bitch in the face like I could really care less of the fact if she was even breathing after this I was just over it I got what I wanted and I moved on so they're looking for the fake friend and all of a sudden she's in her I think it was like her cabin or someone else's cabin and locked in the bathroom didn't want to talk to no one didn't want to talk to cops didn't want to give a statement she's like oh i'm throwing up i don't feel good you were feeling just fine when you were fucking running your mouth and causing drama all over this damn fucking boat now all of a sudden your stomach hurt you don't feel well whatever so the next day comes about and when i tell you it fucking spread like wildfire this entire ship knew that I had punched this girl in the fucking face. And then she goes and starts uploading shit on fucking Facebook and talking shit. And people are like, oh, I heard you had to like open a can of whoop ass on somebody, which never happened. Anyway, the next day comes around. Everybody knows about it. Shorty has the audacity to walk by me on purpose with my boyfriend And she like looks back at me and she grills me. And I'm like, you see, this is what I'm talking about. But thankfully, I was with a bunch of people who peeped it. And one of my homegirls in the group was like, you know, for someone who don't hit back, you sure do got a lot of attitude. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So you saw it too. Whatever. So it goes around. And all of a sudden, everybody's telling me all of this. Oh, yeah, I heard this happen. And I heard this happen. And I heard it happened because of it. And it was just like a bunch of twisted up salsa saying bullshit ass rumors. So I pull up to the little beach party or whatever that they throw. And I'm banned. I'm not allowed to go inside the beach party. Everybody on the boat's allowed to go except for me. Because Miss Thang over here telling everybody she's scared for her life. Thankfully, my team had arrived from whatever trip they were on and they got me into the party everybody's cool everybody's chill you know we're not we're not doing anything they make sure I'm on my side yada 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 we get back on the boat blast the rest of the weekend I I can care less the fact that this girl is fucking breathing I really don't care about her anymore I got what I wanted I hit the bitch in the fucking face and I let her know you keep fucking with me there's gonna be more times like this And then the cruise comes. All of a sudden, we never heard back from the cops if I was going to be arrested in the States or if I was going to be arrested in Mexico. We're getting off of the boat. Cops pull me aside. I go completely fucking ghost, like pale. I look at my mom. She looks at me. They're telling me to move aside, to give them my luggage. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, my God. Like, I'm. that's it. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. And my mom was like, look, no matter what happens, we're going to try to get you out of this situation. Cop comes, opens up my bag, 
closes it within two seconds. He goes, have a good day. Keep it pushing. When I tell you, I never grabbed my fucking bag so fast in my fucking life. I grabbed that shit and I bounced. I didn't look back. I didn't look at nobody. I didn't tell anybody bye. I didn't tell anybody hi. I just straight booked it. My mom was like, don't, don't even. Let's go. So we leave. Get back to New York. My director from the team calls me. Yeah, so the girl that you punched wants to press charges. But I think we should have a conversation with her mom and let her know what she's been up to. And then we'll see if they want to proceed with pressing charges. So here goes my toxic ass all the way to the city to meet with these people. And the mom right away is like, oh, I wasn't involved on this trip. I didn't know what the fuck happened. So I explained the situation, what happened. The other girl doesn't say absolutely anything because she's a pussy. <laughs> Literally. And the mom is like, you know, you need to let him go. Talking to me. So my director steps in and was like, he's playing the fuck out of both of them. Like, if there's anyone who should be responsible for this, should be the fake friend who even started this, and it should be him for instigating all of this. So the mom then realizes, you know, it's a whole bunch of boyfriend-girlfriend drama and, like, a whole love triangle bullshit. Realizes it's a waste of time, so I get away with it. With me getting away with it, I think I'm fucking invincible. So now I'm over here on edge. It just boosted my toxic ego and I'm ready to open up my mouth, say whatever the fuck I want because I feel like, I, like I'm like i untouchable at this point. And that was my toxic trait, just feeling like I was straight up untouchable. My mom is going to be able to get me out of any situation or any adult around me who cares about me will get me out of a situation. So I felt like I was entitled to say and do whatever the fuck I wanted. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I am proud of this behavior I don't look back on this and be like oh my god remember good times like no I look back at this and I laugh because I can't believe that this is how I used to be and I'm also sharing these story times with you one to address the rumors because just last week in Tri-State it was brought up as a joke um, we were doing tech rehearsal with my girls and the DJ's like yeah I saw her punch a girl in the face one time and he was right he really did but a lot of my girls looked at me like kate is capable of punching someone in the like the kate that they know does not have anger problems the kate that they know is like this sweet positive person who's just trying to heal so to them it was like a different person that this person was talking about and i was like yeah that's not a rumor that is true and still to this day, I'm always getting asked about that situation. Like, oh, did it happen? So I wanted to address the rumor and you guys hear it from my perspective and you hear my version of it and why I felt the need to punch this person in the face. And then the other part was to go back to what I was saying in the beginning that, yeah, I'm, I'm going to change. I went from being this toxic person who legit didn't care about her reputation, didn't care about the people she was hurting, didn't care about the people around her or what other people have built. Like I was a part of a pro team that had a great reputation and here I come not giving a flying fuck and I just sock shorty right in the mouth. Like I didn't care. I didn't care who I was representing. I didn't care what I was doing, who it was going to hurt. I just wanted to act out of selfishness. 
And that's not who I am anymore. I've grown. I've learned from my mistakes. And yeah, that, that was the whole point of me telling you guys this story. And I hope you guys enjoyed that little ratchet Kate story time. I promise you guys next week I'm going to go more into depth about the traumatic experience that really changed me for the better. It's really sad to say that I had to go through something like this and I had to go through that type of a low for me to realize that if I didn't shape up for the better, I was going to lose a whole lot more. I was going to lose my job. I was going to lose my career as a dancer, as a dance teacher, as a studio owner. I was going to lose literally my life. Because it had gotten to that point where I didn't want to be here. And this is where my attempts of leaving this world began. Because it was that stressful and that much of a low for me. But I want to leave it on a more positive note this story time around. And just know that, ladies, if you try to be messy, you need to deal with the consequences. Especially when it's other people's relationships. Play with your mother, don't play with me. <laughs> this episode was definitely probably problematic. I can't wait to talk to you guys in the next episode. I love you guys. You know I mean it when I say it. And I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.